Blog Talk Radio. professional powerhouses out there. It is your host, Danielle Adams from queensweetcoach.com. And this episode today is hashtag powered by determination. And today I also have a very special guest co-host for you. Her name is Ebony McLaughlin. She's the founder and CEO of Infinity Youth, Inc. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about her and also her company in just a moment. But I would like to also talk to you about something that's straight out of the headlines, and that is the story from Oxford, Alabama, where the Victoria's Secret in the local mall there had a case of what I would call panty peak recently when a store manager responded to a suspected shoplifter by unceremoniously throwing out two other shoppers who were of the same ethnicity. So there were reportedly about another dozen or so women of a different persuasion who were also in the store at the time. And of course, the video, which was viewed live and and posted by one of the ousted shoppers, has been viewed over one million times. The store manager, of course, has been fired as a result of her actions. So aside from what's right or what's wrong with the situation, one must wonder if the actions of the manager were good enough or or suitable in her mind. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today, how sometimes our behavior or our response to a situation is, ah, you know what, it's good enough. I'm just going to do it this way, and hopefully it doesn't have an impact on either yourself or your coworkers or your staff. In this case, there were definitely some ramifications to the manager's reaction to the shoplifting. So I would love to get more on your opinion and find out more about your feedback on that. So join the conversation with us on Facebook, if you'd like, facebook.com slash Coach. And, of course, you can comment there on the, uh, the Blog Talk Radio page. So with that, I would like to bring on our our co-host, okay? So if you will just give me a moment. Let's see if she's here. Hi, Ebony. Good morning, Danielle. Good. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. You are live on the air. I just just was kind of talking to our audience here a little bit about you, and I would like to, of course, more formally introduce you with you on, on the line. But um, we're also talking, of course, about behavior that's just not quite good enough. And uh, I think that's a, an appropriate topic for you considering your experience and, and also uh, what, what you've seen in your career. So with that... Indeed it like, is. Yes, I would definitely like to formally introduce you. 
to everyone, and and that is that um, Ebony had aspirations of becoming an attorney when tragedy struck shortly after she had achieved part of her goal. And at that time, she had relocated to South Carolina in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, but later in 2009 found her way back home in Mississippi where she started her career in the law field as a probation officer. So during that time, Ebony witnessed countless teens and young adults standing before the court on charges ranging from misdemeanors to felonies, due in part to their lack of education on the civil rights, on their own civil rights, and, and also their fear of being on the wrong side of the justice system. And it was at that point that she knew that she needed to make a difference. So this process, of course, has led Ebony to follow and rebirth her vision of helping to empower youth and young adults in her community and surrounding areas. Her urge is to dedicate herself to change and has led her to founding Infinity Youth Incorporated, improving, encouraging, equipping, and providing youth with the necessary tools and resources to become more stable and productive individuals. So her vision for the organization is to inspire and lead youth into a successful tomorrow. So thank you so much, Ebony, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Danielle. Absolutely. So tell me, when when have you ever had a time where good enough just wasn't good enough for you? It sounds like you did experience some of that as a probation officer. Um, well, I have never had a time where good enough is not where was not good enough for me, because as you always know, my faith is high and I stand still in the Lord. But I have had times where I was just trying to figure out which way to go, and many times was that when I sat in the courtrooms and I watched the children or the youth and their parents come in, and whatever charges they were facing because they didn't know their rights or they didn't know the the right thing to say or do. Their parents wasn't educated enough um, to just see them go the wrong way when it all could have been prevented. So some of my most challenging times was basically sitting in the courtrooms as I was in my career as a probation officer. Certainly. And and that's understandable because you're you're seeing so many different um you know, different individuals and, and sometimes you may even have the opportunity of seeing that that young person's potential in this world and and not seeing it come to fruition based on a, a conviction or or a guilty verdict must definitely be difficult. So yes. for a lot of people I think that it boils down to a matter of standards versus expectations. And and just for our our listeners out there, I'd just like to give a couple of examples of when, quote-unquote, good enough rears itself in, in different or manifests itself in different situations. So at home, that might be something to the effect of having a, a significant other or spouse who is convinced by being home every night and, you know, not yelling or cheating and all those good things is basically validation for him that he's he's a good man. He 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 comes home at night, he brings home the bacon and he's he's not a cheater, he's not verbally abusive. So in his mind he's like, "Hey, I I've done my part." And he he feels that he does not necessarily have to contribute in other ways to the emotional or um, other stabilities of his partner. Um, right. Another 
Well, I know you don't have that because you have yourself a good man at home. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm sorry, guys, but I do. I have an awesome husband, and he's an awesome supporter of Infinity Youth Incorporated. Um, he is one of my biggest cheerleaders on the sideline. Which is right. So you're sorry, but not really sorry. <laughs> but not really sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, for other people, it may show up at work. And, uh, you know, good enough but not good enough might show up um, in different ways. I don't know I don't know if you've ever had someone who kind of had the, the attitude about themselves that what they were doing was good enough, but it wasn't quite meeting your standards. Have you ever had that happen, Ebony? Um. I have had that happen at times where when I'm basically sitting down with one of my one of my youth, one of my students, and I'm trying to encourage them and get them to understand the importance of being um being focused. And sometimes we cannot just just really bam bam down on the students because we don't know what their life is at home when they're away from us. So I have had that happen, and basically what I try to do is just reel them back in with positive encouragement and just try to remind them that they matter. Absolutely. And I think that our youth are probably the best example of of where these standards versus expectations begin to be set because, uh, you know, I actually helped to mentor a young man who's, I would say, probably around 20 or so, and Due to different circumstances in his life, it's not until now that he's had a um, consistent role model from myself and from my significant other where we are showing him that you're allowed to influence your own decisions and you are making choices for yourself, but you don't necessarily have to resign yourself to someone else's ideal of what's what's good enough or what's expected of you. You can actually yes. set a standard for yourself. Yes, yes. And we have to remind them, We even not only just youth, um, Danielle, adults as well, we have to remind them we don't have to intertwine in the world and and box ourselves off, you are the person that set the standards for yourself in your life. Absolutely. And you know what, you're right. I think a lot of us as adults often get ourselves into situations where we we have made our choices, but we are not always pleased with the outcome. And and that's when you sometimes get, you get yourself stuck into a, a corner where, you're, you're resigning yourself to, eh, that's good enough, you know. I mean, you can say it's as simple as uh, the parking lot. I, I, everything happens in the parking lot, it seems like, for me. But, um, you know, you, you go to the department store, you go to the mall, especially around this time of year, and there's always that person who pulls into the parking spot either really crooked and now you can't park in the adjacent space or they just park <laughs> over the line and take up two spots, right? <laughs> or just rude when they see you trying to park and just cut you off. Right. And for them, they're saying, ugh, good enough. That's the that's the most effort that they're willing to put in at that that particular time. So their level of commitment and motivation to do better is low. Another example would be, uh, let's say, an employee. I had um, I had an employee, I used to manage a bank branch, and I had an employee who was transferred from another branch to mine. 
and he was very highly recommended. He did a good job, was really likable, knowledgeable, um, but he had a lot of difficulty with the sales requirement for his job. And, of course, working in banking, you understand that that's, that is usually a request, <laughs> if not a requirement, right? <laughs> so he wanted to be promoted and felt that his overall performance compensated for his slack sales record. Mm, now, what do you right. what do you think, Ebony? What's your what's your ruling on that? Was that good enough? Well, I mean, with that, I think what we in in those certain situations, he he should have been counseled, and he as a person, most of the time, we as people know when we can and when we can't do certain things. And sometimes we need to just know that our good enough is just not good enough and reach out so we can improve their levels because when we accept certain positions, we're telling that individual or that business that we're going to do our best. So we need our good enough to be good enough. That's a great point, Ebony, because you you said something really key, and that is pointing to taking accountability also for raising your own personal standard someone who who reaches out and asks for the help let's say you know assuming assuming he didn't or he did at least get the counseling or the the coaching that he really needed in his previous role someone like like that employee of mine god bless him <laughs> he he didn't <laughs> want the help because in his estimation he was not ready to raise his personal standard to mm. Requirements of the job, right? So, and at times like that, sometimes we have to just remove those individuals because they're not only a hinder to the company, but they, at times they're a hinder to themselves because they get comfortable and they don't understand it's not good enough. And you know that's a, that's another great point. A lot of people get caught up in their own way. You see a lot of business owners, I think, too, that that experience this without realizing it, of course. But it's a matter of getting in your own way, because you're you're just not seeing where you're ready to to raise the bar a little bit. Now, yes. I like to yes. to clarify. I definitely want to clarify something. Standards are like the realization that there is another option. So this empowers people to invite only the best of things into their life in different circumstances. Now, expectations, on the other hand, (laughs) charges the responsibility outside of yourself without taking ownership of your own influence or choice. So sometimes that can be unrealistic, you know. We we start setting our expectations to be a little bit higher than than might be feasible. What do you think about that, Ebony? How has that possibly shown up for you? Well, for me, and a lot of times, I do very well with um, correction criticism, is what I call it, because everything in life that happens is is just a it's, it's it's just a challenge. You know, you don't know exactly what your day going to be about. We schedule our day. But for me, I tend to a lot listen when someone gives me feedback. My expectations, I always place them high because if you place them just bare minimum, I feel you're never going to give your best. So at that, for me, for that point is 
I always I always place my expectations high, but at times I always ask feedback from my occupants as well. Because sometimes, like you just said, we're not aware of a lot of our, of a lot of our actions because we've became comfortable with ourselves. Now, how often have you ever set an expectation that was maybe unrealistic, whether it was for yourself or or someone else? Um, often, if I can be honest, <laughs> very often, yeah. because I believe anything is possible. If you don't try, you'll never know. So okay. um, I'm always setting unrealistic expectations. I just, I, I believe in planning. A lot of my associates and my volunteers with Infinity Youth Incorporated, they always tell me, um, be more, you're just so energetic. You're so, your face is so high. You, you walk with so much presence. And that's just me. I always set expectations high, even in my personal life. And Danielle, I give my kids high expectations because I never want to, I never want myself nor them to settle for the bare minimum. I just, I do not want life to be like that. Right. Now, has there ever been a time when you felt like that, that high expectation has resulted in, in your being a little hard on yourself or hard on others? Yes, it has. Um, it has been like that before, and basically what I did was, because you set your expectation and your goals high doesn't mean if you don't meet them, you can't start over and try again. So at the moments when I've done that and I've been hard on myself, I still remind myself, you tried. You tried, and this is what you got accomplished, and this is what you did. Well, this is what you didn't do, but how can we get where you're trying to go? And I just I continue re, revamping the wheel until I get there. I may not get all the way there all the time, and I may just get 97%, but I just revamped the wheel because it never hurts to start over. See, Ebony, you're so much nicer than me because my thing is there is do or do not. There is no try. I set high expectations too. <laughs> so I, I tend to, and I do it everywhere. I've, oh, my goodness, I'm so guilty of this. But I definitely do. I, I set high expectations in my home. I, I mean, from everything to where things are placed in the cabinet and in the dishwasher. Like, don't load that dishwasher wrong. <laughs> Or this needs to be dried right. Make sure the glasses with the glasses and the papers. Yeah, I do exactly. Or is that a standard? Is it a standard because you you actually have the ability to influence the outcome? So you're able to say, all right, you know what? There's another option. Yes, dear, you could put those plates in there that way. But if you put them in there. This way, <laughs> then it'll be better and there'll be more room. Right, right, exactly. See, so now when you're in that that situation where the there is, like I say, there is do or do not. There is no try. Then we sometimes well, set ourselves up. <laughs> you know. Right, right. You're right, but at times, and I think because of how we we are both. On some areas when it's adults, it may be there's, no, there's a do or do not. But with youth, you have to be a little bit more 
offer because you don't want them to just basically give up, beat themselves up, and feel like, you know, I didn't get it right this time. It ain't going to happen. I can't do it again. So I have to use that try with them because I never want them to think because they didn't do it the first time, they can't get it the second time. I love that. You do have to be flexible. And I think that that in, in the grand scheme of things is probably the the moral of the story, I guess you could say. <laughs> we we can uh, we can agree <laughs> on that that the outcome We can is agree on that. Yes, because you have to. You have to be flexible. You have to be flexible when when you are dealing with other people in particular in terms of your standards versus your expectations. So, you know, it's fine to challenge the status quo, but once you have resolved to do so, it is important to also remain flexible with with everyone, with even with ourselves because a lot of us have a, a a nagging little voice inside of our heads that says, "Hey, listen, that's just not good enough," and and it drives a lot of people. But the the force behind it is often coming from a place that is not always healthy. You know, it, it could it can right. actually end up being really detrimental to you to have that that mentality that everything you do is not good enough. And sometimes we are reprogramming our our kids and of course kids that have grown into adults who've already received that message that they're not good enough. Yes, and that was one of the other reasons why I say you have to be flexible, Danielle, because just not good enough can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing because I've seen a lot of my youth as they grow, depending on what their stability was at home, they feel like they weren't good enough. So knowing your standards and versus your expectations, you have to know how to clarify those two things. Definitely. And I think that's also where a lot of business owners and, and managerial professionals get hung up as well. It's in setting the expectation versus the standard. So say, for example, you, you know, you're a retail store manager and your standard is that every you know patron and every shopper is to be treated fairly regardless of um you know their their persuasion then that's the standard anything less than that is not acceptable and of course anything above that is now exceeding the expectation correct so, and i use this example because i had um, just talked a little bit about the recent case in Oxford, Alabama, in the Victoria's Secret, where the store manager had thrown out a woman, um, or actually two women, based on, on their ethnicity. And, and that was all due to, to basically having a suspected shoplifter in the store. So there's been a lot of, I don't know if you've seen it online, but there's been a lot of talk about this. I have not seen that. I have not. Okay, so with that, that's a perfect example of where the the manager the manager has now set a lower standard for the employees that she's charged with managing and overseeing. Um, of course, now she is no longer employed with that Victoria's Secret, <laughs> but um, and, and that's no secret. But meanwhile, it does definitely set 
a, a standard and an expectation now for everyone else who is either working within that environment or coming into that environment to shop. Mm, right, right, because of her, because of her behavior. Absolutely. And I, and I think that for a lot of people, that's that's what ends up happening. It's a matter of uh, the type of behavior that you choose. Yes, and a, and a lot of it with me, Danielle, if I can elaborate on that, um, me and a lot of my friends, well, a couple, my friend and a couple of my volunteers here at Infinity Youth Incorporated, I tend to look at all situations in a box. There's four sizes to a box. Um, you can't judge a person off of another person's behavior. You can't judge a person off of your behavior and your attitude or your whatever you're going through for that particular day. You have to be very open-minded in the world we're in today because many people don't understand, for instance, if you go to Walmart and the cashier was rude to you or she was unfriendly, just still be you. Just still do what you know your expectation of yourself are and, and let her, I know we have our standards for them, but we don't know what the person before us or the couple of people before us could have been done to her. So I expect for me to, whatever it is, operate whatever I expect for myself to do as I'm rolling day by day because you just can't live your day by, you just can't live your day by other standards and what you expect of them because it's not going to always plan out that way. Absolutely. I, you know what, I agree with you because there is, um, I, I would say probably the the best way to put this is be present, be open to being present in the moment because right. who you are yesterday, you know, when you ran out the door 30 minutes late for work and you realized after you got in the daylight that you had on one brown shoe and one black shoe and then you spilled coffee <laughs> on your white pants in the car, that that person is not the same person as today who, you know, when you woke up and everything went according to plan. <laughs> right. So, exactly. You right. know, exactly. So there there does come a point where having that awareness around, you know, where you specifically personally are in that moment and then being present in it is a really, really helpful way to stay committed to being open and and really intelligent about other people's place and where they're coming from and and having a little more patience and tolerance with one another as well. Right, right. So we are running down on time. So, Ebony, I would like to, you know, make sure that I definitely give you an opportunity to tell our audience how you can be reached and, and what, you know, what you would like to hear from them. Um, here at Infinity, I would love if you all would try out to reach out to us for our services. I am in the Georgia area. I'm actually located in Hampton at the moment, Hampton, Georgia, but we are servicing all of the areas around us. You can reach us by email, which is Ebony, that's E-B-O-N-Y, McLaughlin, M-C-L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N, dot infinity at gmail.com. Or you can simply send us a message on Facebook, um, Infinity Youth on Facebook. But we are we are looking for we're always looking for individuals for volunteering. We're always looking for mentors, speakers to come out to motivate and educate our youth and parents. 
Um, again, Danielle, we appreciate you and your your podcast for giving us the opportunity to just be be a boss. No, thank you so much. It's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on air with me today. So I would like to thank you so much again for, for joining us. And I'm, I'm going to close this out. We would like, of course, to thank you for listening. I always wish all of our listeners to have the most success, however you define it, and I wish more power to you. Also, you can subscribe to upcoming episodes of Mostly Business with Queen Suite Coach on blogtalkradio.com slash mostlybusiness. You can connect with us by subscribing to our email list and blog updates. By the way, you get a free gift from me to you when you sign up. So you can also like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. So with that, I thank all of you wonderful powerhouses out there for listening in, and we look forward to the next time, and I hope you have a great day.